Have I done? I don't even remember how to do this. You're listening to the world famous White Roof Radio with cast number 686, recorded September 20th, 2022. Uh, of course, listener supported, duh. <laughs> Anyway, let's do a show. Hey, everybody, it's DB in Arizona, brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio, uh, talking about me Cooper stuff. Oddly enough, that's what we do here. Uh, joining us tonight, as always, my good pal, my good pal, Mr. Mr. MotoringStripes.com, Mr. Todd Pearson, MotoringStripes.com. Join us tonight. Todd, say hi. I am here. Hello. The good reverend, our chief mechanic, Mr. Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com has joined us as well. Chad? I am on here and unmuted. Wow, nice. And, of course, Mr. Bridgers joined us from MotoringFile.com. We have a lot of really cool stuff to talk about. Gabe, say hi. Hi. <laughs> that was very cheery. <laughs> awkward, <laughs> oddly awkward. Um, so we're going to talk about Mini Cooper stuff because that's what we do. Uh, I haven't. I don't have anything new because I'm still not driving my car, but like a, I don't know, one time a week or something, maybe twice a week. So uh, I'm going to have to defer to um, you guys, especially Todd, because I need an update on the JCW cars, please. <laughs> it was good, uh, although I drive mine so little, too. I get into it the other day, and I drive up to the dealer. I'm doing a couple of quick jobs, and I'm there for a couple of hours, and it's warm. Um, it's in the 90s this week. Yeah. And so I get in, and I think it's the, the nature of the automatic car. And Gabe, you can tell me whether this has ever happened to you is I start the car, and it starts up, and then it immediately dies. Wait, what? And, and I'm like, what? what? And then I start what? it again, and everything's fine. But it like it, it didn't finish starting, so I don't know whether I like let my finger off the starter to it. It, it just was weird, because it should just be a momentary, like, hey, we're going to fire this thing up. It started up, went, run, and then just died, and then started mm. up again. It's It's only happened to me like twice. But it's the weirdest thing. It's like, okay, there's not enough gas. I don't know. I can't even explain what it is. Like, why it does this. It's only happened twice in eight months, but it happened to me like just day before yesterday. You know, I'm at the dealer. Um, like, yeah, that's wow. the first. Well, that was, it was just weird. And it, the fact that it's an automatic, um, you know, I don't, that doesn't, it shouldn't have anything to do with it. Because the only difference is the clutch, you know, you've got that clutch pedal with the mm-hmm. the release that has to be in to start the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the automatic, your foot has to be on the brake. Now, it may have been also that my foot was like partially on the brake and I let it off too quickly. And it was like, oh, you know, because sometimes I get in and I hit the button and my foot's not on the brake and it yells at you. It's like, hey, put your foot on the brake before the car won't start. I'm like, OK, so I'm thinking that I was a little premature, like with that like i let my foot off the brake as the car was starting and then it just dies like it didn't yeah, finish, didn't didn't finish the startup mode but mm-hmm. more re- more research is going to be necessary into this cuz i don't think it's an issue i don't think the car's got a problem i mean i'm right there at the dealer and i'm thinking do i go in and tell him this i'm like nah that just seemed like a fluke to me so and there's no code or anything like that but so Interesting. one thing, one thing I can say that I do like about the B30, B38, whatever motors in my car is it's got six gears in the transmission and I usually only use three of them. <laughs> I've got eight DB and I usually only use mm, four or five. Yeah. Tops. Cause, cause my, car, my, car, no. my car goes first to second and then second to fourth and then fourth to six. I don't use the top row at all. Hardly at all. I gotta say, when you put the when the countryman, the JCW countryman, into eighth gear, mm. it's like it's not even on. 
<laughs> oh yeah, like, I bet. Wow. You're not going fast enough, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> you can get well, those rubs up. I, I figure 85 or 90 miles an hour, but still, it's just kind of like oh. just cruising along like it's idling. That's that's an Autobahn gear. That's that's for, <laughs> that's for going fast. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I, I rarely get it into uh, eighth gear, but I do love the the manual shift and the sport mode, um, the, the sport automatic mode very much in the Countryman. Yeah. Nice. So nice. um, <clears throat> I've got uh, I've, um, uh, numerous things to discuss. One of them is uh, a bit of an announcement on my mini. All right. Mm. Yes, please. So as you know, I, I've uh, Motor and File has been lucky enough to be, uh, you know, I've been been getting long term long term loans from from mini to always sort of stay abreast of the current product, you know, to get a feel for what's going on within the brand, to be able to speak about uh, the cars as they come out. So it's right. been it's been a fantastic. It's obviously been a fantastic uh, situation for us, and I think many as well. However, uh, as you know, there's a massive problem with production right now. So they don't have cars. Nobody has cars. Um, the so motoring file has not had a car for uh, it's about three, four months now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so very limited opportunity to uh, choose a car, if you will. Um, so I had a choice and I thought it would be interesting to go a little bit different, but also do something that is, I think, very timely given the current special edition situation. And so in I, actually next next Tuesday, um, I will uh, be receiving a mini countryman untamed edition really it's the standard cooper s so it's the first time i have had a non jcw car for quite a while um which is fine in fact the only thing i'm going to miss i think right away are the brakes that's actually the biggest thing (laughs) that will that will be uh, a shame but otherwise i'm I'm excited about it i mean the, the 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 combo of that car itself is awesome Yes. It's a really, really cool looking countryman. The interior is probably my favorite part. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic daily driver. Really, really excited to get my hands on it, uh, to live with it, write about it. Wow, that's very cool. I was actually, Gabe, I was hoping that you were going to say that you're getting um, uh, a newly, lightly restored 2006 Sidecar 53 JCW. So all, I have one. All black, if all black on black. Did you actually yep, get that? I car? have a black on black 2006 ready to go if I want it. Um, it needs an engine. Yeah. Well, okay. that's not a big deal. It's not, I mean, so, no, it's not. I, I still say you do a B, you do a B swap into it. There's like, only a few more left in the world. I thought they were yeah. gone for my understanding. Uh, JCWs are gone. Yes. But there's yeah. a couple of R53 standard engines left. Really? There's, uh, if you want I a say, crate motor, yeah. A couple, I'm like two. Well, I, can I, here's a, here's just an example. So I went to Philadelphia a week ago and uh, had a graphics day there and did nine cars on a Saturday. And of those nine cars, two were R53s. Yeah, no, I think that's really. a pretty I think that's a pretty high so, percentage. That's so a I'm really gonna, high percentage. Yeah. I think it's a good time to pivot into something that's kind of interesting here. Is it, is it a free flowing show? Am I, is that, yeah, yeah, is we're, that, we're totally free flowing, Gabe, whatever. whatever so happens, I want to get to Goodwood, which is, I think, I mean, really incredible. It looked like you had a great time. I want to hear about it. So Yeah, but first I want to talk about something else I drove. And I'm going to go back to the R53 that you just mentioned and the problem statement I had. 
So when I was in England, I had um, I had some awesome opportunities to do some things that um, I think are, are, are I'll be writing about a motor file. One of the things I did was I actually got behind the wheel of the of the mini heritage recharged. So you actually, what, to, you actually got to drive that car. Yes. Wow. So okay. what is what is that? Um, so that is a classic mini that has been fully converted to electric and it is converted at, at mini's spec like essentially mini is contracting a company that does this to their spec and is being sold uh what what drivetrain is that game it know? is uh it's not the one that they use in the electric mini obviously not it is not it is a um I'm not going to go into details, um, yeah, okay. but I can tell you that it is an off the shelf okay. as they all are really <clears throat> electric drivetrain with a, I think a 60 kilowatt battery pack. Okay. A hundred mile range zero to 60 can be turned up or down. It can be turned down to about, I think just under six seconds. Um, not wow. surprisingly, the limited, the limiting factor of course is traction. Yeah, and it is not cheap. So here's the there's a couple things about it that are pretty interesting. Um, number one, it's an electric classic mini. That's <laughs> the most interesting thing about it. Yes, uh, it's really really cool. So the folks that do this, they take a very well preserved donor car. Can't really have any rust on it per se. The actual swap only takes like four or five days. Doesn't take long. If you need to do a full-on restoration, obviously that's a different thing altogether. But if you bring a, a well-sorted donor car, I mean, they basically take the suspension apart. They, 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 they really refresh the car fully. The whole thing is sixty thousand pounds. Wow, that sixty to me doesn't sound horrible. It's also expensive. <laughs> Let's be honest. So it's not horrible, but it's expensive. And it's, so it's, but, it, it, yeah, it is expensive, but it doesn't sound like it uh, really like that's like, not okay, that seems like what I would expect to pay for a car like that. Right. And then, I mean, the dollar to pound ratio is not not so bad right now. But so this is I mean, number one, it feels phenomenal. So I've driven classic minis and I love I mean, they're amazing. Um, yeah. And yeah, the engine is part of the charm, but it's not really the major part of the charm the charm is really the chassis the size the immediacy of the entire thing sure that's the electric engine and the drivetrain not surprisingly adds to that immediacy it really is an incredible experience i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of an epiphany in a way mm -hmm. um you know there's regen uh just like a normal car not not really not, or i should say like a normal electric car uh it's not dramatic but it's there like I said, there's like a hundred mile range, which is, gosh, I mean, given the car, like it's more than that's fine. I mean, nobody's gonna be road tripping in a classic electric mini. No. Um, yeah, it's really impressive. It's really impressive. The build quality, everything about it. Um, I was, I was honestly pretty blown away. Hmm. Interesting. And you get to drive it. I have the pamphlet here. Ooh. The manual supplement, in fact. Well, look okay. at that they gave me um so i can actually when i get it i can go through the entire thing but it's 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 really pretty amazing though in that it's also done in a very sort of subtle way okay. um there's not a lot that gives it away as as an electric i mean you know even inside 
they just replaced the fuel gauge with a you know with a with a range gauge, which is in itself pretty sweet. But what was really interesting is I got to talk to these these guys. There's there's two folks that that work on this. There is the the folks that do the um that do a lot of the work, the actual you know sort of refurbishment of the car. And there's another there's another partner that has sort of engineered the drivetrain. So that partner is actually, I mean, quite literally moving to the United States. Um, really? So while this is going to be happening in in <clears throat> excuse me the UK, and it's a really cool program for the UK, that 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 part of the company is actually going to open up offices in the United States, and they have ambition to bring this program and other programs like it to the states, which is I think so, really interesting. But it, if they I'll, bring I'll it hold to the for states, questions, but it does get better. <laughs> if they bring it to the states, what car would they do in the states? So that's where I talked to them a while about a concept that I have that I think we've talked about before is, guys, this is great. I love it. We should bring it to the States. You should bring it to the States. There aren't a lot of classic minis here. And, mm-hmm. but what we do have a lot of is our engines that, that need drivetrains. Um, yeah. We're not going to get new Eaton superchargers made. We're not going to get, I mean, these things, unfortunately, uh, in Chad can, you know, Chad, you know this. I mean, unfortunately there's a major issue with with those with those parts and there's people are sort of at a crossroads at times and they look at this and like well i i'm going to spend so much money in this car and what if something else goes out you know like i you know there's just no more parts made um, i think that if they can through economies of scale if they can get that price down i mean mm-hmm. by down i mean like half of the cost i think there would be a really like a like a like a legitimate market not thousands, but at least hundreds of R50, R53 owners that would say like, yeah, actually, I would be interested in that, you know? Yeah. I don't want to buy a new Mini. I don't want to buy a new electric Mini. I want my current Mini to be electrified. Um, I want basically that car to feel like a brand new electric car. And I can, can only you imagine, imagine if Roxy would, would like. have been electric. Oh, my God. That would have been awesome. <laughs> What'd you say? If my R50 would have been electric. Oh, yeah. Dude. I would have kept that car for sure. So, yeah. So, it's, it's so basically, I talked to them for a while about the market, about what we're seeing, about the part shortages. And, um, yeah, I mean, they were very interested. And I think so it's no telling what will happen. But I think it's a really interesting development. And, it, and, and, and it all comes back to the fact that driving this car, it was awesome. I mean, it was exactly what you'd expect, which is fantastic. It's immediate. Um, it's it's quiet. There wasn't even a lot of rattles. Like, it was actually so well put together. Um really? Yeah, it was it was really impressive. It was well, very, it's hmm. interesting, Gabe, though, because one of the things that causes the rattle is that the the you know the motion of the engine, yeah. rattling basically. That, You're 100 percent right. Right is is loosening all of the nuts and bolts and everything else. In an electric car, you don't have that motor that's causing that sort of, you're, of so vibra- you're, the vibrations that are loosening everything and causing things to rattle. You're so, so correct. So I was just in a a classic mini like the day before, driving all around Oxford and all around to the plant, and I you know as soon as you get in it, I'm like okay, I have to put my finger here, and then here right. stop that like resonance and stop the rattling mm-hmm. there. And you're totally right because when I got in the 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 electric mini, which is more or less the same age, um, nothing. I mean, there was a little bit here and there, but nothing like there wasn't like plastic like buzzing, you know. Like, and you're right, it's it's derived from this thing basically right. spinning just a foot in front of it. 
Yeah, this motor just vibrating yeah. back and forth constantly while mm-hmm. it's being driven. Um, yeah, is eventually going to loosen things up. So, yeah. So it's 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 really it's it's a really interesting concept. I think mark my words, man. It's going to happen. Like there's going to be something. I think semi official at some point. I think many really wants to to push this. I think they can do it with partners. I think there's going to be partners that are going to be willing, and it might not be a massive amount of folks who are going to throw down thirty to fifty k for this, but right. there'll be enough. And I think it's it will be really interesting, and I think it's going to be really compelling. You know, yeah, R fifty or R fifty three that's electric that's done right. I think that's yeah. really cool. Like, yeah, and it I think it and it would also help keep some people around. So I go, oh yeah, you know what? I can't have this car anymore. But oh, you mean for twenty grand I can make it electric and it'll be good. Mm-hmm. And it won't be kind of half-assed weird with cables hanging on all over the place. So yeah, let's yeah let's do that. Yeah, it's do that. it's shocking to uh, realize the percentage of people who keep their minis. People are still driving around in R50 and R53s who are like, I'm never letting this car go. I love it so much, mm-hmm. and they right. put like ten grand into it to keep it on the road. Mm-hmm. So they're they're willing to do that. So Gabe, I think you're right. I think the business model is there. Mm. Because the passion that people have for a car like that, and they're like, well, if I'm going to put this money into keeping it going, maybe I'll just make the decision to make it electric. So I do mm-hmm. think that the, that the the business case is there, and it's valid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I agree. And and also another one that they should possibly look at would be like mid-90s Toyota Camrys and Grandpa Gold. <laughs> Electrifying yeah. them. All right, let's, that's, that, a, that's a bad idea. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, just a straight-up bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> No, you, you know, the one that you see the picture of on, on Auto Trader and you can actually now, smell DB, if the picture because it said, smells the, like stale coffee and cigarettes. You if just you know had replaced Toyota Camry with 60s El Camino, I would have bought it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I that wouldn't. That, that just wouldn't work. Yeah, that wouldn't work. So. So, yeah. That so that was one. Weird. That was one uh, experience I had that I think is, is, is pretty, you know, obviously pretty interesting. Um did a uh, did a drive around Oxford, et cetera, with with a with a classic, and then of course did the Oxford plant tour as well. Yeah, a um, lot of cool stuff in there. You guys have been there. It's you know I haven't been there since '04, and they didn't have the Body White facility there at the oh. time. So mm-hmm. that facility is pretty cool. It's all robots. It's mm-hmm. totally wild. Um, yeah, it's 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 you know it's a really it's a really modern plant. It's it's very interesting to see how, I mean, we know the quality has been up dramatically. I think it's, it's two parts. It's obviously components and it's, and it's the, you know, the, 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 the process and the staff there um, just doing a great job. And so it was really, really cool to see that all happen. In fact, they were on a break when I walked in and then seeing them off their break and seeing them walk back to their stations and the music starting it's just really cool. There's a lot of pride I could sense in, in what they were doing. It was really, really cool. Yeah. yeah I think uh, the interesting ahead, thing is, is there's been a, a, enough of a tradition. I mean, they've been at this for 20 years now, uh, making the new minis there yeah. at Oxford. And so there is like a new heritage and a new pride in that. And uh, I'm, I do agree that the quality, like uh, both of my minis now are the best built minis I've ever owned. With literally no issues in in either one of them, so for whatever how you know wherever that came from, they're winning because mm-hmm. it's a solid yeah. car. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, this is why dealer the service departments are suffering 
is the new cars are just so good. Right. They don't need anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Now there are some there are some 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 fringe cases you know where people have issues and stuff like that. So don't don't write don't at us now. Although you can if you've had issues with a with a new F fifty six or F sixty uh, mini. But man, it's not <clears throat> at all like it was in the in the two thousand ten to twenty thirteen days of yeah. you know <laughs> in the shop for three weeks out of the year. But yeah, it's completely different. Yep. So. So that was my experience there. I mean, it was it was amazing. Um, you know, once you see that plan, I highly encourage everybody to go there and 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 check it out. It it really gives you a different kind of appreciation for uh, you know for many for what they do, and obviously for the car you own, uh, which mm-hmm. is which is awesome. So I, I thought it was a really cool experience. I was happy that we got the chance to do that. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a must see. Um, so from there. I went to uh, went to um, Goodwood. Went to uh, well, I can't think of the, the name of the town nearby, but essentially it's like Portsmouth, which is which is in the south of England, mm-hmm. and to the Goodwood Circuit. So the Goodwood Circuit and you know the Goodwood Revival and there's there's uh, the Festival of Speed. There's all these things. As an American, I think we're vaguely aware of it, but, but you know, I think a lot of people are like, okay, so what the hell is it exactly? Um, well, Goodwood as a as a as a concept is something that was born out of really just the track and Lord March, who is the owner of this massive estate. Um, his father's before him. His father's, you know, it's a sort of typical English sort of thing, but. He basically said, "Listen, I need to pay for this somehow. I need to be able to have this. It needs to work for me." And the classic sort of agriculture model it, it doesn't doesn't work very well in in you know in the 21st century. So he loves motorsports and loves cars and and just loves the you know just the the culture around it. And so his thought was, okay, so what if we created events and actually created a brand and created you know, really sort of something that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world, which feels very classic and specifically very English. And so he created something called the Festival of Speed, which is this famous hill climb mm-hmm. um, that goes up his driveway, quite literally, okay. uh, and in front of his house. Nice. Amazing. And which is, you know, it's very, very cool. Tons of people go and, you know, it's, it's great to see. The other main event is called the Revival. And the revival is a three-day event, almost a festival, really. If we were to use like American language here, it's it's a festival that celebrates the 1930s, 40s, and 50s of of the automotive culture, and okay. it is a nonstop series of races around the very, very famous Goodwood track, which used to be a Formula One track. I mean, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's got a ton of history to it nice. and there is everything you can imagine inside and outside there's there's a huge car show of the likes of which i've never seen like the size and scope of this entire thing is unreal i mean i have gone to pebble beach and the quail and monterey car week for you know several times right i, I mistakenly assumed that was the epicenter of all historic sort of car culture Mm. it's not i'm here to Mm. tell you there's something much bigger and actually much more impressive and it's called the goodwood revival 
It's much bigger. Um, the cars there are just phenomenal. There's much more focus on classic cars there. But the other thing that's amazing about it is everybody is in period dress. Mm. Everybody has to wear something that is essentially sort of evokes the 1930s, 40s, 50s um, to early 60s, I think to 66. And so it what it does that's amazing is like it you, you feel like you're walking into another world and it's really disarming. But it's also this is a great thing about it. It strips away egos. There's no egos. Like you go to Pebble, you go to the Quail. I mean, it's a very different vibe. I mean, very, very different vibe. You go to Goodwood Revival. Everybody is dressed up. Everybody is participating. We're all sort of enjoying this experience. You can't help but have a smile on your face. It's a completely different type of experience than I've ever had before. And on top of that, you know, you you see like like literally like a 250 GTO, you know, uh, a Ferrari, you know, 19, literally the Ferrari that won Le Mans in 1961 that's valued at $100 million just driving by. Um, I mean, the 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 value of these cars is just unimaginable. Um, it's definitely on par with with a lot of the greatest, including Pebble. But it's so much more cool. I mean, it's it's so much it's so much less. There's so much less ego uh, and douchebaggery going on, and it's just such a great place to Very just cool. go and and spend time. Um, I, you know, I just can't express enough. Like we, you know, seeing even the 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 airplane hangar where they had. Mustangs and they had Spitfires and they had all these incredible planes from World War II. Um, they had a, literally like a classic Formula One race. They had classic, uh, you know, sort of um, what do they call it? Not sedan racing, but the you know the the races they would have in the sixties where literally minis would race against the biggest Everything cars else. from America. I mean, it was it was it was right. it just unbelievable. And the minis were great. I mean, you know, you see these cars now and you see them sliding through corners and that's how they did it and that's how they still do it today it's yeah. it's just an incredible experience and i mean holy shit i cannot express enough how if you have any interest in it please try to figure out how to do it because it will be a it will be a massive massive experience for you nice so gabe i have a comment and next time we talk to these guys we'll have to point this out so i'm looking at your picture that you posted of charlie cooper when my cooper son which is super cool how come he wasn't wearing an ascot it seems like that would have been really appropriate. <laughs> that's a his his uh, his his um. So that's what I mean. That's kind of what you wear. I mean, he was racing. So yeah, but Gabe, I know, but I was just kind of making a joke. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't. So he so <laughs> he was wearing. I I did hang out with him later. We were both in tuxes at the ball, which nice. is uh, I'll get to in a second. So um, he's a great guy. By the way, tux. what's that? I did see pictures of you in a tux. <laughs> yeah, it did happen. So Charlie Cooper is a great guy. So f- for what it's worth, um, holy cow! Like we, you know, we've met Mike Cooper before. Charlie Cooper is great. I mean, he's he's really really a, a, a top bloke, if you will. Nice. His wife's also wonderful. Um, so I mean, what's what's really cool about this is that you, there's. I mean, I saw Jensen Button. You know, I literally wow. like shook hands and talked to Lord March. Uh, I saw Dario Franchitti. Um, Jimmy Johnson was there. I saw him. I saw. I mean, you're you're just up and you're just close to all these folks, right? Um, you know, not to mention all the Le Mans winners. Uh, you know, there's so many amazing characters. So we have the we have the experience of of going to uh, the revival for two days, and and that in itself is a 
really cool, obviously cool experience seeing these cars and seeing the races and just being around other folks who are dressed like you are and we're sort of just enjoying that moment. Um, I had a, a, a sort of a once in a lifetime opportunity to go to the Goodwood Ball, uh, the Revival Ball, which is a pretty, uh, as you can imagine, a pretty cool event. Um, a ton of photos on, I guess I've, I don't know where I've posted. I only post on IG. So, uh, so far, yeah. they'll, they'll be on, they'll be on um, Motorfile at some point. So I'm going to walk through the night because I think it's, it's worth walking through because it's pretty epic. So I've always joked about the Black 7 series. They're right. real. They no, actually no. showed up. Really? Seven of them. <laughs> and we all got in the Black 7 series and we were whisked away to the Goodwood Revival. This is oh, that's like o'clock. the longest. That's like the, our longest running joke. Yes. And, and it finally real. came and it finally came came to fruition. It did. Wow. It did. Wow. In fact, that photo of me in a tux is in the back of that that Black 7 series. And they were all black, nice. by the way. I'm not joking. Of course they were. Of course. So we drive through, drive up the up the um, the uh, driveway of of Lord March, which is where the hill climb is, mm-hmm. and we drive onto the track at Goodwood, and then into the infield, where the sun is just going down. Open the door, and I hear the distinctive sound of a Mustang. No, make it not Mustang. Sorry, of a Spitfire. Make it three Spitfires. Basically doing acrobatics in the air to a crowd of onlookers, all dressed in tuxedos with champagne. Nice. Classic cars everywhere. Everybody's essentially mingling. It's it's like so one of the most like, incredible experiences I've ever seen in my or so moments. What, what you heard, Gabe, was the sound of Rolls Royce engines. Yeah. Right. Right. That is what so, that is what powers the Spitfires. Right. And so you see these things, and again, I've got photos, I've got video I posted. Um it, it's it's just surreal. It doesn't it's like it's like it's like right. you're blinking. You're like, am I seeing this? Is this actually happening? Mm-hmm. Um, so you walk in. There's there's a gosh, I don't know. Again, I have photos of all this. Maybe maybe twelve women with champagne sitting there for you to take. So you grab a you grab a glass. You walk in. You start. You mingle. You know, for lack of a better term. Yeah. I saw Damon Hill there. He was the Formula One champion. Yes. Um, and we're watching. And then the plane lands. And out comes a, a, a you know a girl with a tray of champagne right to the pilot to make sure they get champagne right away. Sure. And <laughs> and you know we're sort of like I'm just in awe taking photos. And then there's a there's a solo bagpipe. I don't even know what, what's the what's the term for is it a bagpiper? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is actually. So he just walks through. And I'm like everybody. I, I was like, oh, I think this means we follow him. <laughs> I think that's what that means, right? <laughs> he just kind of walks through and walks into this big tent and into I think where ultimately we should go um which is a i'm told it was a tent but it seemed like an actual building and you know i walk in and then there's just this giant picture of the queen of course all of this celebration is subdued it's not actually what it normally is um the night ended at midnight it normally goes to like three in the morning i guess Mm -hmm. um and so we walk in and you know the 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 experience is is kind of hard to even put in words again the photos will be on money file um but the tables the the design of the entire ex- interior um the band that played and then again seeing jimmy johnson like having drinks like three tables from you and with dario franchitti and um it, it's just it it's just unreal i mean the, the whole thing's unreal i could go on and on but it's it it was it was an experience that I, I will I will hope to not forget because it was that incredible and it capped off an incredible experience. To me, there was something 
so special as an American going and seeing this because, you know, this is this is something that feels like it doesn't exist anymore. And right. it does. Um, it was also a special time with the Queen passing. I know at one point we cheers. We, I literally had to hold my glass up and say, like, to the king, which I feel like I may have lost my, like, American card for that. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> it felt right. Um, but it was, you know, it was really a special time and a special moment to, to see all this. And, and uh, an incredible thank you. I mean, huge thank you to Mini USA for inviting me to this. Um, they, you know, I, as you can tell, like, I'm, I'm almost like struggling to like put it in words yet. Cause I've yet to write about it and I've yet to even articulate in my head, everything I saw, but it is a once in a lifetime experience. Highly recommend you try to go because by the way, you can go. It's nice. These are tickets you can buy. Very cool. Very, very cool. So it came, of course you own a tuxedo. So this was like, uh, how did you find, how did you end up going to this? Because I saw that you did the mini USA thing or the mini thing. And then he's like, well, I'm here. I might as well go do Goodwood. So it was part of a program that mini USA invited me to. Um, the program was, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to fly in. We're going to go to Oxford. We're going to, you know, have a, have a bit of tea. We're going to go, go get in some classic minis, drive around Oxford. We're going to drive back to the plant. We're going to do a tour. Then we're going to drive down to Portsmouth, actually drive down to another uh, house, if you will, a, a hotel. Sure. And then from there to Portsmouth into, into Goodwood. So it was all part of, of, a, of an event. Um, and Got it was it. well orchestrated as always. It was done in conjunction with BMW Classic, which is yeah. BMW's uh, arm that, as you can imagine, sort of services, takes care, and curates classic products, cars, etc. Um, I can't. I, I can't stress enough how well the, the entire thing, and not just not just Goodwood, but you know, the the BMW event was very very small, but really well executed. There is a BMW hospitality area, which is open to everybody, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have to put photos up, but you know the very very typical sort of Bavarian food and drink there of the time period. Um, nice. It was a uh, you know well well orchestrated event, and I think the best thing about it for me is. You know, I go on these these press tours, these these press uh, events, and you know, you you drive new cars, and you know, you have to write about them. And there's 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 something like this. There's no pressure here to write about something necessarily. You know, we're here to experience something. Sure, and you, it's which more you of can't a celebration, write about. right? And I think we're all experiencing it, it at the same time. So I I spent a lot of time with the global head of, of mini marketing, by the way. Mm. Um, separate conversation. And, you know, it, what it does in these type of experiences, these events is it really puts names to faces and it makes everything so human, you know? So I, I got to know this individual over the course of three plus days to the point where, you know, we talked about our kids, we talked about trips we've done. We talked about these things that we love and, you know, coming back to many and talking about some of the things that, um, and of course, you know, they, there's, there's a lot of things that are on the horizon they won't talk about, but there's a lot of things I'll talk about and there's a lot of, a lot of opinions that I think, you know, I bring from the community into those conversations that I want them to hear. And I think it's really, it's really helpful for them, you know, just being able to come into the, the conversation and talk about, I think what the American enthusiast wants. 
um, what what I think that has been missed in the past or what I think is an opportunity in the future. Um, these are all part of this event, th- these type of events. And, you know, to me, that's it's hard to put value on that. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. Kip. That's actually really neat that you're able to do that. Absolutely. I think I, I think okay. Todd's asleep. No, I'm no. I'm I'm here. We're, we're all we're all going through uh, <laughs> motoring file, um, and I was going through all of your pictures and Instagram. It's just like, yeah, that was really cool. I was like watching all week while you were there. I was like, oh no, jealous. No, I'm still jealous. No, no, I'm really jealous. Oh yeah, I'm jealous of that. And jealous of that. And yeah, I'm jealous. It looks like you had yeah. a good time. So it's super it awesome was, you got to do that. It was a good time. Oh, I met Paul Smith by the way. Paul Smith oh, and uh, yes, saw that the too. mini so, strip. That's a whole separate mini, conversation. That's a whole strip. separate conversation. How was Holy that in person? Was it cool? It, it is so cool. I mean, yeah. I will say this. I get a sense, because it's a show car, it yeah. might rattle a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a show car, you know. Well, it's, the, it's the things are held up. Like, the, the parts are bolted on the outside with, like, screws, you know. It's, of course, but, it's going to rattle. Yeah. But I, also, it's a rat though, like, rod is what it is. It's a rat rod. Cow, though. It, Paul Smith, by the way, I mean, I don't know if everybody knows Paul Smith. I mean, he's an yeah. idol of mine. He's a he's a designer, um, fashion designer mostly. But he's like seventy five, and he's got man, the guy's got energy. He is on it. Nice. I mean, holy cow! Um, such a fascinating character to talk to, and and so personable. Like truly, I was I was really is really cool. I mean. What he did and the way he shifted some of the design language in that car, I mean, oh my God, like it's it's really, really interesting. Um, the transparent roof is yeah. like mm. awesome. Like I would pay money for that on my mini. Like I want that. Um, the door panels, like you see the inner workings of everything. The handle is like this really cool rip cord. Uh, for the inside of the door. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many thoughtful things that that he did and his team did. Um, you can't help but like think like, man, this would be like many should really consider some of these ideas. Like they are good. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. I'm glad that's another neat one you got to meet. So I mean, yeah, what else did you what else can you touch on, Gabe? Did you get to do in your whirlwind tour of the UK? I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm like I saw Buckingham Palace. And the yeah, queen, okay. Well, and the then another conversation that we're going to have to have a, at another time is the, the fact that it, it appears that you now own a 1993 Dodge Ram pickup truck. So we're going to have to circle back to that. Yeah, that's for the point. that's for the Ram cast actually. That'll be for the, <laughs> the, the there's a there's an episode of Black Roof Radio tied up in that I'm pretty sure because yeah, it's, just it's like, hmm. that's a special vehicle. I, I, I love it. It's <laughs> okay, new, it's my new toy. Which is nice. also, by the way, put away in a, in a barn. Well, right like, yeah, that's Sadly. put away like all the rest of your cars. So otherwise, a couple of quick news hits things really fast. So if anybody's wondering, not that you can actually probably find any cars, but the manual transmission is back. So that's cool that they're able to get those again. We're gaining then, the manual transmission and we're losing Pepper White. And we're losing Pepper White. Oh, really? yeah, I, I, I miss that. Yeah, I no, think? Pepper White's got Pepper White dead. Yeah. So is so, so is enigmatic black, by the way, which is the color that my car is currently. So I've been told that there's a new there's something that's going to ultimately replace Pepper White, but there's also a lot of stuff going on right now with just production, not just production, but I should say the the mini. So the the big the big thing we all know is like 
next year is going to be somewhat of a quiet year. Yeah. But it's going to be the last year of these cars. So the cars that we know today are going to go away. So if you if you want a club then specifically, yeah, you better now. get on it. Yeah. Right, because we're we're they they've said many times that through 25 that gasoline powered engines are are going through 25. They they still no, may, right? They're going longer than that. Okay, yeah. So, so they've extended that now. Yeah, so I'll tell you, um when I was at the plant I actually could see on certain in- internal components they have date codes. Yeah. Mm. And you could see date codes and you could see when they ended. Mm-hmm. And I was politely asked not to talk about some of this. <laughs> but I'll tell you that I yeah, saw date so, codes. Yeah, we that, don't want we don't want yeah. you to get in trouble. I saw day codes that were a ways away. So my point is to say yeah, that um, the the internal combustion engine is not going away. It's 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 alive and well, and will be continued to be sold in the an F fifty six derivative until the early twenty thirties. Oh, good. So so, so fingers crossed. In three years, when I upgrade my uh, yes. countryman, I can I can go back to a JCW uh, manual transmission. Fingers crossed. Yes, <laughs> and the manual transmission should be a part of that as well. So, and yeah. I've written about this on Monterey Fall before. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a legit. I mean, it's it's like kind of verified, but I I actually sort of double verified some of that um, just with my own eyes a little bit. But mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be continuing on. Now that said, those engines will be slightly different. They'll be mild hybrids. They might be a little heavier. Um, there's other things that are going to be happening to the cars. So there's going to be some changes for sure. Um, Next year will be more of what we know now than the year after. Essentially, a year from now, like this, like the dam's about to break. The dam will break, in fact. Right. Right, because we'll be seeing an electric countryman introduced in the next year and things like that. We know that the electric country, well, the electric countryman is part of a family of countrymans. Yeah. Um, and they will be, uh, the, yeah, there, there's going to be a full petrol powered countrymen uh there's going to be full electric and there might be a hybrid as well interesting Hmm. interesting okay all right very cool interesting stuff yes yeah and And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun now and i haven't seen anything on this yet but i've heard rumor of a an anniversary edition mini for mini usa that, that did i miss this i've been out of town so i don't know has, has nothing anything been officially no, there's, said about there's, this yet? No, there's nothing. I mean, they, and they, they kind of missed it already. It's been 20 years, so I'm not yeah. sure. But yeah. I didn't know whether it was a 20-year anniversary or what what kind of an anniversary thing that it's going to be, but I, I heard rumors about it, but I don't know anything. So I was There is asking. another There's another special edition there they're releasing for next year called the Multitone Edition. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. not that. No. But it is pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's as you can imagine, it's got a multi-tone roof. A lot of graphics, Todd. They're they're really leaning into the graphics. Yeah, they they're are kind of leaning into that. You know, and you know, we're talking about special editions, but I've seen now on the road, like in the wild, two untold clubmen. Mm. Man, I, the, the the untamed is what seems to be popular around here. That untold is it, it's terribly only, unique. I really like it a lot. It I do too. Fantastic in person. I agree, DB. I've only seen the untold or the um the the, the clubmen. That's the untamed. That's no, the club Wait, is, what is untold. It? Untamed is the countryman. <laughs> yeah, right? you're right. yeah, the, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, and the Resolute's a hard top, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but that Untold is just it, that in a JCW would very well be the last petrol powered car I would own. So, and, funny and story. You can get it in the Countryman. That, like, oh, you can I know. JCW. Yeah. No, only in the Clubman. I mean, in the, the Clubman, sorry. The Clubman. So, yeah. that is, that will be, if you want a collector's item, that's the one. That will yeah. be the Untold very, JCW. Very, rare. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very rare. But it, yeah. it will exist. In fact, Mini USA, I was trying to get, I was actually trying to get it for a long term loaner, but <laughs> they only have one. <laughs> and yeah. Couldn't do it. There, there's a really good chance if I have to have, if I have to have another electric power, another gasoline power car, and this would be a conversation for another show just because the garage configuration is going to change probably within the next year and a half. Um, my last car, I would really like it to be a JCW. Yeah. You can't go That's wrong, a, DB. I know. I was. I've been telling. I was talking to a friend uh, who's been car shopping and they've been driving BMWs for a while, and and I would just stop, just just stop fucking around and just go drive a newer, a twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two JCW, and then buy it. I'm gonna recommend something, DB. When you're Mm. when it's time to do that. Yeah, it's not for me. It was for really for a friend. Okay. Well, uh, when it's time, get a nineteen, because. this still pisses me off, and yeah. and Gabe, I haven't addressed this with anybody officially from from Mini, and there's not 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 a damn thing they can do about it. But these cars are way too quiet now. They've tuned out the the yeah. popping with the sport button again. This is the second time that Mini's done this. They did it in the yeah. R56 generation when customers complained because you used to put the sport button on and you'd let off the throttle and the car would kind of pop a little bit and backfire. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. dude I'm, and, I'm an old guy. I drove a 22 JCW in Palm Springs and I was like, no, this is what I want. This is very nice. And, I like this a lot. Yeah, that's but, right. You, yeah, you did drive that. Yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, you know. to, to finish my point here is that I've got two 22 or uh, 21s. Gosh, I don't even know what year my cars are. Uh, <laughs> J- JCWs here. I've got a Countryman and a manual hardtop JCW. And they both are so incredibly quiet compared to both my 16 and my 19 JCWs because they've programmed that out and they're so quiet and boring sounding, quite frankly, that it pisses me off. And I'm still am angry just thinking about it right now. And I ripped an, I ripped them a new one on the JD Power survey. For your it dollar. Said, it said for my dollar. I got my dollar's worth because I, I, I rated the car uh, – the highest marks on everything until it got to the point when are you happy your car? What would you, you know, do you wish anything were different? That's like the final and you get to write a little essay. And boy, I let loose on that because Good. it makes me angry. I spent fifty two thousand dollars on this car and it sounds like a Kia. It is. Do you, you want to know? It, it doesn't so, sound like a Kia, though. And I know I've the official, I know the official like word, garbage. Gabe, but I, I cry bullshit to the official like oh well we well, got. Do you know what the official for... word is? Okay, go ahead. It's because people on the JD Power survey complained it was noisy. Right, and that's exactly <laughs> what happened in the R56 generation. And you know what? So many people complained about it that they brought it back. And I'm like, mother, I just like want somebody to to give me the mapping from a car from two years ago. Just give me the fuel maps that are going to make this work to make my car. You know, pop and bang a little bit with the sport button, and you can turn it off if you want to. If you don't like it, don't turn the sport button on. That's my mm-hmm. point. And mm-hmm. and Mini has done this once. They didn't learn their goddamn lesson <laughs> in the R56 generation. <laughs> Pardon my French, but it still pisses me yeah. off. 
Hey, hey Todd. I, I agree yeah, with you. Todd, I'm going to right. introduce. I'm going to introduce you to uh, one of our other fellow hosts on the show, uh, the Reverend Chad Miller from <laughs> Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Hey, hey so Chad, what he's going to recommend out- that you do is he's going to tell you to go and get a GP3. Yeah. Um, no, and, they still don't sound very good. They still they're the same no, problem. And, no, and then Chad will tune it for you. Not GP3, sorry, GP2. You're going to go get an R56 GP can, and then yeah. bring it to Chad. And he'll Chad, make a curb I, spit fire and <laughs> pop wheelies and do all the things that they can do with R56 now because they have all the maps available. Hey, Chad, and that, then be, you can just shut up. I'm just saying, Chad, right now, if you figure out a way to remap the F56 to where it pops and bangs again, you'll be a millionaire by the end of the year. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, I, I like personally, yeah. I drove I the 20. I drove the 22. I drove the snot out of the 22. And to me, it was exactly like driving a BMW for the M4 I drove on the track. Because it's like, no, this is exactly perfect. I'm happy with this 100%. Yeah. But, but, but Gabe, not to be facetious about this, I've heard like the reasoning uh, behind them are like, oh, no, we have sound standards in Europe and in California. And we have to follow. And I'm like, I'm like, bullshit to that. Because well, that's actually, I think it's the JD Power survey results. To be honest. I, I really think it too. is too. I just think put it exhaust is too, on it, dude. Just get exhaust. Because they pass just, it off. It doesn't matter, DB. An exhaust doesn't change. It just makes it yeah. slightly louder. Yeah, you true. still don't get that popping, um, the off-throttle, the unburned, that they started with the GP1 in 2006. It was the very first one. I remember we exhaust. got it on so, white so radio. Now, you can so listen to my get that. So, my so instead of getting the exhaust popping, which is cool. Right, because it's that little bit of forward advance. Yeah. Uh, basically, they 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 adjusted the advance, so it was you know burned a little bit extra fuel. Instead of that, now you just get it the the exhaust sound that goes as it goes through the car when you back off, and you can feel the car rumble a little bit, but it doesn't come out of the exhaust. So well, and the countryman's uh, so quiet, you don't hear anything anyway. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's All annoying, right. but my hardtop JCW oh, is just as annoyingly quiet. <laughs> okay, so, I have a yeah. So a question, <clears throat> I have a question for Chad. If somebody's window regulator failed when the window was two inches down, can they bring the window up? Uh, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. You just have to have the right uh, uh, category to bring the stuff to the forefront. So you've got you've to like pull it up somehow. Like a couple of suction cups, maybe? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. A couple yeah. of suction cups might do it. If it pulls the right to right place, uh, you know, it's still still not going to dip. It's going to thump into the car when you close yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so Todd, you're so upset that the cars are so quiet. You're probably not happy that they're going to introduce the vegan interiors in 2023. Oh, that doesn't bother me a bit. Oh, I oh, think okay. that right, cool. I think so, that's yeah. really cool. Can we just yeah? Can we talk about that? I think I think yeah. the problem. Yeah. I think people are like. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of weirdos out there right, right. now. Yeah. Um, but like, you know. I get it. We all love the small leather. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. This isn't about like we don't want to hurt animals as much as it is. We kind of destroying the earth trying to right. make right. these things out of leather. Yeah. And there are there are materials that are pretty damn good and frankly better than leather. We've talked about cloth seats forever and how how great sure. they are. Yeah. In the like the right cloth seats. I think mm-hmm. Minnie's been doing some awesome stuff with cloth. I mean, especially the like the wool they've been sure. they've been using. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. No, I think it's a I think it's a good move. I don't have any problem with that at all. Of making oh, the car okay. more su- more sustainable and more recyclable, if you will. Yeah. And it's it's an initiative that started BMW started with the i3 when they came out mm-hmm. with that and said mm-hmm. like 90% of the car is recyclable. 
like the cork interior. It's got cork dash and all of this fantastically renewable material, like well, infinitely renewable material. Yeah, and check out uh, Bimmer Files actually got an article on this. Um, the the plastics that are going to be going in the new BMWs from 25 on, and eventually right. minis. Many of them are actually they're actually going to be reclaimed from fishing nets. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that 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 dude that's got that company who's out like drove and driving boats to the big Pacific land mass garbage mass out there, mm-hmm. collecting wow. garbage. Yep. He's doing that stuff. That's good. Yep. That's brilliant. I love it. Perfect. Yep, yep. And then and then the last thing I want to direct you to is just click over to motoring file if you haven't. Somebody actually took an electric mini. They drove it from LA to Vegas. Go and see how they it did. It does happen. I'm not gonna, it does actually happen. I'm, I haven't actually read it myself, but. It's actually done. So here you are. Go read it. Done and done. I don't have anything else. Does anybody have anything else? No. No, yeah. not at all. I'll 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 be sharing uh, lots of we do have more, of, but we'll have of, to, lot of words. We'll have to do another show to, to catch up. So yeah. Be sharing a lot of stuff on Motoring Fall. So look for all that around Goodwood. And then um yeah, look for uh, some news on a on a new mini. Cool. And make sure you guys follow Motoring File on the Instagram. Uh, that's Instagram.com forward slash Motoring File at Motoring File. You can follow him over there or follow Gabe on his Instagram account there at Motoring File. That's the best way to kind of stay up to date with what's going on because uh, Gabe's posting over there like all the time. He does stuff like this and it's like, oh, look, Gabe's in England. I had no idea because um, he's <laughs> posting on the Motoring File Instagram. So follow Let's along. See, I went to. And I went to Philly and back, and nobody even knew it. <laughs> didn't, yeah, you didn't. You're you're there. you're flying under the radar, though. I am. Totally, Todd, Todd hates the internet, so it's totally fine. Uh, yeah. Totally fine. I'm I'm turning into a luddite slowly. <laughs> yeah, it's actually I am too. I like it. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> I don't yeah, answer I'm, my phone. I don't return texts. That's just who I am. I'm like, no, technology <laughs> sucks. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding, guys. <laughs> and and I, I get a hard time because I just I really just ignore Facebook anymore. If I don't answer so. your text message or phone call, it's because I don't like you. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, <laughs> I will remember that. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm glad he responds to me. Yeah, that says a lot because he never responds to me ever. Uh, oh, DB, shut up. I respond to all your <laughs> I know, dude. I'm just kidding. Uh, That's really it's, funny. It's nudes, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming back to OnlyFans. On that is- note. Black Roof Radio. Don't forget Black Roof Radio. Gang, there's a new Black Roof Radio. We put one up. It's over at Buy Me a Coffee site, right? Uh, I'll link can. it up in the show notes. Just go get it. If you want to kick in a buck or two to buy us coffee, hey, that's great. If you don't want to, that's fine. Just go download it. It's awesome. Uh, we talked about cannabis this week. So heads up. If you don't want to hear us talk, talking about cannabis, skip it. Otherwise, it's a very adult conversation, though. Come on. It's a very adult conversation. There's a good chance... There's a good chance there's a podcast in there for me because I actually, to be honest, I won't shut up about it. So, oh yeah, go for it. Um, but buymeacoffee.com and what is it? No, Why Radio? Is that where it's at? Yeah, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Why Radio. I'll link it up in the show notes. Uh, and you can go over and you can download the uh, latest episode of Black Roof Radio. You can bu- download all of them, actually. Uh, it's really kind of cool. I'm going to start a new uh, a monetization structure called buymeabagagummies.com. Oh, love it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even better. Yes, buymeedibles.com. No, that yes. that could be weird. That uh, that's borderline OnlyFans though, because people don't know. Yeah, that's right. If you get some weirdos going, what edibles? What? So you never know. Anyway, buymecoffee.com forward slash white refredo. You catch up on all the black refredo goodness that you've missed. Um, Moonfall.com. Check. Detroit tuned. 
don't forget about our man chat over Detroit Tune. Super busy, super busy. If you need anything, go to Detroit Tune. Of course, check out all the OG sponsors too. Out Motoring and Craven Speed. Oh my God, you guys need to stop linking up stuff that's not from Out Motoring or Craven Speed. Please, just stop it. Yeah, and don't stop buying things from that three-letter company in wherever they are. Yes, stop doing that. <laughs> stop. You only need you 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 go to Chad. Chad's gonna order stuff from wherever he gets it from. But if you want him to get Craven Speed stuff, he will. You want him to get out motoring stuff, he will. So will everybody else. Just go. Hey, can you get my parts off out motor? They go. Yeah, sure, no problem. Or they get them from the dealer if it's cheaper. But you know, get them wherever you need to. But outmotoring.com. Honestly, good grief. But we're done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Done and done. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Of course, we do love that you still listen. That's super awesome, even though we're not making regular programs anymore. But we do appreciate it. Make sure you stay subscribed just in case we do it again, because it's always fun. Uh, But this is the part of the show where I like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say questions comments or concerns go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com there you can leave us a note in the show notes you can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com until next time gang this is db i'm done cheers peace peace and cannabis peace and cannabis all right gentlemen i'm joe